This is Sanja. Yo, check it out. It's my girl Sanja. Oh, yeah. Yo, what up, Sanja? And welcome to another episode of Random Ish with Sanja. I'm sitting here joined by Shar. How are you today? I'm quite good. Thanks. <laughs> good, good. So, you know, uh, I like to just pick up different random subjects, and I realize that, you know, um, <laughs> I, I need to do a little bit of a of a a cross promotion with all of the different things that I do. I, I recorded an episode um, about manifestations and energy and I felt like I just barely dabbled in on it and that I probably should get somebody in on it. And what's so funny is as I asked, you know, the universe, okay, well, I think maybe I should talk about this. I picked up this beautiful lady in my car and she tells me, by the way, I'm a acupuncture energy healer. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is great. <laughs> so, with that being said, our uh, random episode today, we are going to talk about some energy. Um, Shart, will you tell them exactly what is it that you do? Oh, okay. Um, well, I have a Chinese medicine practice, and I'm a licensed acupuncturist, and in Connecticut, it's a medical practice basically, and the difference is, is we work with energy in Chinese medicine, and it's a really old, old healing art, probably going back more than five thousand years. But I work with um, patients every day. You know, mm -hmm. people who have a variety of problems from well, athletic people who have an injury, oh, cancer patients, people with unusual chronic illnesses, autoimmune disease, children. Children are a lot of fun. Um, they get better quickly. Right. Um, elderly people, arthritis, you know, you name it. Whatever you see in medicine comes into my office because a lot of the people come in because they're not getting results elsewhere. Right. Or they want a less invasive, less caustic kind of therapy, something that's going to help them feel better without taking a drug or having a procedure. So so those are the kinds of reasons people come. But then again, we also just get wellness people who want to cultivate energy. And the difference of my practice is, is it stems from, um, has roots in classical Chinese medicine, which is retaining the energetic roots of the art. So it's not right. the same as your traditional Chinese medicine acupuncturist who just, like, they will do a point prescription. A lot of them mm -hmm. don't even know the Chinese names for the points. Wow. That blows my mind every time. I get students who come in and say, how come you know all the Chinese words? Well, because there's meaning in the word. You right. Know? You know the meaning of um, yin tang, this point third eye means ocean of yin, you know, peaceful. So you want to be peaceful, this is a point. Yes. And it's a very good one. So we, we know, we retain the roots of the Qigong, of energy medicine, but also have a background in a lot of different energy medicines. So I've been doing this for like a long time since I first started working, well, before I first started working in medicine in the early 80s, because I've always been, I was born that way. <laughs> right. I, I do believe that, you know, we it's all thing, have, you know, we have like unique, yeah, you have unique traits and skills that you are born into yeah. and. Um, I do think that we have, you know, energies, you know, some energies do have intentions before they get here and, you know, life takes you, you know, all different like kinds of ways. Life, maybe. Or yeah. Or you can carry your old life into the new life. Um, 
or you have those little kids. You ever see them? They're like three years old. They can play a sonata. Yeah, the, pro the prodigies, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they have a certain ability. Mm -hmm. So whether you, you know, every person can feel chi, see chi, mm -hmm. work with it, because we are energy. Yeah, but you, everybody alive, has it. it. You know, very yeah. much alive. If, if you... Um, develop it you can develop your abilities it's like being a really good athlete you might be mm -hmm. born with a really athletic body and you know mm -hmm. have all the training you need in the world but um if you don't practice if you don't go out right. and train you're not going to be a good athlete you right know? and if you are a person who's gifted energetically similar thing except right. for you know it's easier to find probably a baseball coach when you're six right and energy coach. <laughs> and energy all coach. of that is changing now and right. actually find a lot of commonalities between the, between the world of sports you know well you know what's funny what is I that mean, you say that the the, the sports and the spirituality and uh being an ex-trainer mm -hmm. i very much i feel like um was going through a school in my coaching of my mm -hmm. clients. I found that it was yeah. very spiritual. You very, know what I mean? very, yeah. Teaching is very, you know, it's, it's, um, it, 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 I would tell them that there's, you couldn't actually pay me enough because what's happening here is that even though you're giving me a monetary amount, I'm getting paid in ways that I can't even explain, you, you know, well, you because help a person grow. Oh. I, I tell actually, Coaching, athletic coaching, and training, physical training, has, you're changing a person's life. Yes. You know, you are working with them. And I'm not a coach or anything, so I don't want to say that. But, you know, you're a train ex-trainer. Yeah. But in my work, I found a lot of times that my biggest inspiration comes from observing a really good coach. Yes. You know, I, I've kind of fallen in love with athletic coaching yeah. just as an observer and a person, um who can appreciate the commonality because I watch the way they interact with the player mm -hmm. and the connection on the court or mm -hmm. on the field. And I feel like this is a thing. It's a healing thing. You it know? is. It's a connection. It's an easy way to see a connection. It's, you know, from afar at least. Yeah. But when you work with healing in the clinic, you're doing the same thing as a person in a way, you know, as far as the language converts into, um, you say teaching, but like someone will come in and they don't feel well, you know, and you want to help them feel better. You have to show them where they can make improvements, you know, this is your diet, your sleep, your exercise, your way of thinking. But we cross over into a different thing with energetics because mm -hmm. we also go, we go deep, you know, yeah. like what is your environment? You know, what is everything around you? What are you taking in with thoughts, with where, where is your heart, you know? Um, Contemporary science has a lot of good information about that. Guys like Dr. Bruce Lipton, who's a really great oh, scientist, yes. he's a, you know ex professor of gen of genetics, and he's he's the guy who um, stem cells. You know that's that was his research around stem cells, and he came up with epigenetics. So I like him a lot. He's yeah. one of my scientific people that I look to for really quality information to share with patients. So explain like your environment. What he discovered basically was it's not so much the DNA, but the environment around the cell. So mm -hmm. where you, what's around you? What's your mm -hmm. energy around you? How's it going to affect you in healing? And we have the science, you know, we have the spirituality, or if you want to use that word, we have energetics. My teacher used to say, he's on the other side now, Grandmaster Shi, but um, 
when he was alive, he would always say is art and science because it's yes. true, it's both. You yes. know? And so I'm very yes. happy about it. Whenever I teach or go to a hospital or work with a patient or physician or anybody, to make the connection of that gives people power over mm -hmm. how they're going to make their life better and right. get healthier. You yeah. Know? And that's where you see the things people refer to as like a quote-unquote miracle. Yeah. Which should be normal. It is normal. You know, and it's you know? funny that you say that because um, instead of using the word art, um, mm -hmm. I, I use the word religion because of the 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 philosophy meaning that it's a post that it's supposed to be, right. you know what I'm saying, well, uh, encompassing, art, you know what I mean? They call it a heal, you know? like Chinese healing arts. And we have um, in the like collection of Chinese healing arts, there's uh, acupuncture with the needle. It's a way of moving chi. It works with the energy system. Yeah, now the energy system, you yeah. know. So I think that it's I think that it is a great deal of a combination. Like the science is explaining, you know what I mean, um, mm -hmm. some of these things. I don't think that we're really supposed to be just looking at science for the answer, you know. Well, but it's evolving. It is evolving. Science language is evolving. Yes, yes very much so. Really so evolving. and speaking of that science language evolving, the meridian points that you're speaking of. So with the acupuncture, um, one of the things that I found is is that you know just like we are the micro to the macro mm -hmm. just like the world has meridian points so do we and so like you were pointing to the third eye area so that's right. a meridian point and and so if, if, if am i correct that right. the top of the head is one here the well, sides of the eyes of there's like, they're like all over there are there's these are these the major ones oh um, really we have yeah there's 12 main channels there's extraordinary channels like yin tang is a point that's an extraordinary extra mm -hmm. point you know mm -hmm. um it's not on a channel really it is sort of on a channel but you know for example here's our lung you know lung energy lung mm -hmm. channel it's the shortest so short. and that's why we were. Um, I think it's ETF. Is it ETF where you do the tapping? Oh, that's a different thing. So yeah, is that different. where is that the same thing when no, you're doing? That's different. That's like more hypnotic. That's oh. kind of like some people took um, mind body approach to. They use acupoints and stuff, but they really yeah. Because that's what I was gonna ask they, you. Is it like a combination? Yeah, it's not my favorite topic because they take they kind of destroy the meaning of the points, and it's a good practice, I guess, hypnotically. To right. me, I interpret it as energetic hypnotic practice, but in Chinese medicine, like they have meaning the points, and mm -hmm. they have a um, location for a reason because it's bringing in external biophysical energy chi from the universe into yeah. the body, moving it through the body. Yes. Okay. And so the organs have to be nourished. When there's obstruction in the chi, in the channels, in the flow, of course, it's like blood being stuck. If you get yeah. the fist, how much circulation are you getting here? Nothing, right? But if you're open and relaxed, like everything can move. The blood's going to get where it needs to go. So energy or chi, biophysical energy, if you want to call it that, um, Science is giving it all kinds of names now. Oh, biophotons, you know, mm -hmm, it's another mm -hmm. way light of looking at it. That's a whole other million hour conversation. But for this, um, moving the chi through the body keeps us healthy and alive, basically. When it's stuck, tissues don't get nourished. We don't get what we need in certain parts of the body. So then when there's obstruction, we get sick. Right. And like tumors will form when there's, you know. Obstruction of the chi. Yeah, environmental things cause a problem. Like right now we have out that window a whole bunch of tree pollen. Mm -hmm, <laughs> and mm -hmm. it's like just flying around and causing, wreaking havoc for everybody. But dampness, uh, heat, wind, cold, all environmental factors cause a difference in the chi. Um, 
in the body and creating a problem. Food, uh, sleep, lack of sleep, and thought is mm -hmm. so very important because um, of where your mind goes. Yeah. You know, we say, ye dao, chi dao, that means where your mind goes, energy goes. Yes. So if your mind is in a bad place, you know, yeah. you're not going to feel good. And right. You're going to literally lower your energy vibration and create obstructions and problems. And, you know, to get better, the number one thing, to, there's different approach with patients. I get them to meditate and relax. Mm -hmm. I teach them massage points and mm -hmm. practices to keep the chi moving and to gather chi. And to develop their own ability, too, because ability is important. You know, it's it's important to send a person back out of the office with the ability to go home and get better. Right. They will get better. Right. That's the point. You know, and it's so and interesting better, you know, that what, with what you're doing, there's a difference between with like our traditional medicine, it seems to be more of a keep them sucking at the teat type of a thing. And <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Wasn't expecting that one. Uh, versus well, with... pharmacologically, <laughs> you know, some pharmacies good and we need it, you know. Well, for people who are, yes, for people who are not right. it's still um, doing this, yeah, exactly, you know, and, and it's never, it's never meant to be like a, um, a disrespectful type of a thing. No. But for people who are not, if you're not going to do the work yourself, it's good for you to stay at the teat and to stay well, at the well, stay know, at the fountain. You know, but people, this is a different type of of an energy work. It seems like yeah. you're teaching people how to fish versus necessarily just relying on you to do self healing. Um, and teaching them when they come in and we talk about what we're going to work on and then when they go home they have things to work with see that's beautiful because you don't want to get sick again or stay sick yeah. and especially you don't want you know to have endless cycle you know what i mean yeah because you know, if empowering somebody to be well is yes. more than just you know slapping on a band-aid or yeah you know giving, giving them prescriptions right and although sometimes i love western medicine it was my first oh love, it's great because i worked in western medicine for a long time you know as a clinical assistant that's how i got a lot of my education was people walking in right. the emergency room at oncology clinic imaging yeah. diagnostic imaging MRI. yeah and seeing maybe the difference now. Can I ask no. you for those people? <laughs> yeah. For those people from back from that back in the day practice. Yeah. Did you see or did you make a correlation of people who were maybe in a in in like nicer in a better mood? Did those people uh, have better results than maybe um, people that were like just you know stuck in there? No, you know? not not so much that. But what I did notice a lot was some of the most powerful. Uh, lessons that I had in, in medicine was my first job in the emergency room front desk Oh, because the people when they would come in I got very quickly very quickly aware became of how important it is to like back then you would hug the patient you know hold their hand oh while, snap well no while a loved one is like back in a bed you know dying yeah and they're crying you can they, they don't do any of that well, you can bring them a cup of coffee and sit and listen to them and you might think a front desk girl is not that important but i'll tell you something that's where i learned some of my most powerful lessons <laughs> is how to talk and really connect to somebody and understand healing you know like it's okay it's okay yeah. you know and to really see well I, I'm lucky because my first job was in rural in a rural hospital, and then in the city hospitals, 
kind of came as a shock to me. It was a little different, you know, mm. but but still in this. Did you, did, back in those days, did you still, in the city hospital, were you guys, were you still encouraged to be as friendly? No. Because um, I'm like, I've never seen that. It what was you, more, so actually, encouraged, You encouraged someone? Like, whoa. <laughs> actually, it was funny. Not funny, haha, but it took me a while to get used to it because I was so used to being, you know, really personal with everybody mm-hmm. and listening and you know, really get fetching them a coffee or listening to them wow. tell their life story or whatever. It was important. And then later I found out, like, we had hundreds of people to see in a little bit of time. Yeah. And, and some of the clinics, like, 50 people in two hours. And I, oh, actually, wow. I was horrified that you couldn't just take back the yeah. sickest one first, you know, yeah, you had yeah. no appointment time. Yeah. And to me it was, like, backwards. But, you know, I, I adjusted to it. And one of the things I noticed was that, that's when I start my gifts. You want to call them a gift, I guess. Yeah. Abilities start to open up, and you know, going to sit with some chemo patients and listen to them talk, so they're afraid. Yeah. And hold their hand, maybe, while I get their information, and all of a sudden they're not so afraid. Yeah. Their headache is going out. Yeah. And so I you started, have a headache, though. Right. And now like, oh, you have it. Here, right. so you know, it's that. so funny because, you know, <laughs> I, I, I spoke about that briefly in the book about the transference of oh, energy. That was fun. And <laughs> I never really thought that that was like, I, even though it's I said thing. it and I knew it was true, but it's almost like you're like, yeah. oh, that's not really true. You know, people can't. But people do do that. And I, oh. it is something that I, I've noticed. It, like It's if, empathic, um, super empathic. When you're really empathic, uh-huh. that word empathic gets, empath gets thrown around a lot. And, you know, there's degrees of, of being empathic. Very empathic people can feel, like, foot pain from someone who's hundreds of miles away. Yeah. It will wake them up in the middle of the night. And right. they'll be like, ow, what's wrong with my foot? It took me a long time. So, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just you know, to that. It's, it's so but funny that you're saying that. Energy awareness. And, and if you look at people... It's really actually very common. Like every patient I've had who's left the world, whenever mm-hmm. they leave the world, I see them or feel them or hear them. Right. Like the moment they do it and without, with very few exceptions over the years. And after a while, it becomes... Oh, that was interesting. <laughs> see what I mean? Like, yeah. That was perfect. <laughs> they they call on you. That was somebody. Yeah, that's okay. That's a good thing. Um, that's somebody calling. So that's great. Collar. Let me shut the ringer off. But I wished it would hang up, and it did. So it was just a coincidence. Okay. Well, we only. Have so let's just say, um, you know, empathic stuff. That you know, anything. It shows you how important thought is because. Yeah. Distant healing, you know, mm-hmm. you can read a lot of scholarly articles on distant healing, mm-hmm. healing mm-hmm. at a distance, it works, you know. Um, psychic ability is a thing mm-hmm. that involves, you know, some degree of empathy, but really, like an empathic healer, it's part of considered development, it's considered like a developmental facet of being an energy healer you know that you and go through these that you go through the time period of where you're feeling the it's all other this people. thing you just learn how to control it you know <laughs> well you know what's funny is because it's like you just learn how to be um strong energy too. how so, do you tell the difference though between when oh, it's you and when you're feeling someone else's well um at first, it wasn't very easy. It's obvious sometimes. Like, if you're in a room with someone who's throwing up and they're taking a chemotherapy treatment 
and you feel like suddenly you're nauseous. Yeah. You're probably going to know it's not yours, you know. If you're home, minding your own business, and all of a sudden you can't get up because you have hideous sciatic pain. This has happened to me a few mm -hmm. times where, like, I'd be like, oh, my God, you know, what's wrong? There's nothing wrong with my back. I know yeah. it's fine. So then a phone call comes, and the person will say, like, a week later, they'll call you and say, I've been thinking about you for a week. I've had terrible sciatic pain. I can't get out of bed. While you're on the phone with them, your pain goes out. You're like, oh, wait a minute, you know. And okay. You, you know, there's ways. And after a while, the more you practice, and you practice developing your energy and meditation and being healthy and strong with a good integrated energy system that's got integrity and, you know, no leakiness or anything. <laughs> I have a better way to put it. But um, when you get strong like that, then you're able to tell your energy another person so for example like if someone walked in that door right now i would see them and know okay you know that's so and so who just came in right it's not any different with chi you know okay you can be thinking about somebody or um feel them think about you yeah i can feel sometimes when people are thinking about me it's very real um, i can feel like when people are, i can feel when some oh somebody's somebody's yeah. thinking about me really really good ooh, yeah this, ooh, is, this is great and then i can also have. feel that when someone i can feel like you know uh -huh. um lately what's happened is that i've had um phantom or i i was like what the hell is going on with my gallbladder <laughs> oh my god my kidney and uh i got two phone calls you oh. know from different people who one who had a kidney issue had to yeah. go get you know and then another one who had the gallbladder well, issue and i was like oh yeah. that's what's going on i was like oh okay and then it when i found out that you know it was these people it's that i perception. care about it's a type it, of it went away it's a communication and it's a type of perception interesting and you know we can feel like really beautiful things that way. Yeah. Like a distance when your your other half is at a distance. Yeah. You feel them thinking of you in, in the middle of the night and you wake up wow. you know, they had sent you a note or something yeah. beautiful like that. Yeah. That's beautiful. You yeah. Know, that's the highest manifestation I think of that ability. I love that. But um also it's just because, you know, everything around us is chi and it I clap my hands together. I feel that, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody, I always like to show the, the students or the patients like to meditate and we put, do this sensitivity test to see if we could feel chi and then we sit around the room and I put my mind in their hand and they can Wait, are you talking, you're talking about the, okay, so I've done that before where you take the, yeah. the chi ball and you play with it, yeah. like I could feel it now or you could take the chi ball and yeah. you could play with it. So that's something that you do too. Is it's a practice. I I well, ran across yeah. this. It's a sensitivity thing. Okay. okay. So I ran across this like, um, these people in Australia and they're uh, universal intelligence and they're talking about where they're having you play with the chi, like pull it over your, uh, over your mind. You know what I mean? Ask for the pure chi to come in and then you kind of like, you're supposed to be able to pull out, right. um, the, 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 the stuff that you don't Many want ways of working with energy. You'll find like around the world, every culture has, um, different ways of understanding energy or chi. And the thing is, that's really great about now, about being alive now, is in our science, we also have a good a variety of scientists. Greg Braden right. used to be scientist. Uh, Bruce Lipton still is a scientist. Yes. Rupert Sheldrake wrote a great book. Know that name? It's called, um, I think it's called Dogs Who Know When Their Owners Are Coming Home and Other Interesting Things, but it's an actual research about, you know, 
about that. Mm -hmm. People, dogs being precognitive. And I've seen that happen in, in person. Well, like dogs said, that was pretty interesting. Dogs are pretty open. Um, yeah. All life is open, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's not that great of a mysterious thing. So why I like right. working with energy medicine is, you know, I was going to become a physician's assistant when I jumped off the path and decided to do this because it was no longer something ignorable. Right. What yeah, this, they can't what, ignore what, this. What happened? No, I mean for myself. Oh, for you. Yeah, oh, okay. It kept popping up everywhere oh, I Oh, really? Yeah, in the hospital um, and everything I did, there was always something pushing me to learn about this instead of going into, you know, Deuville College to be a PA. Right. So I, I kind of attacked my own, not attack, but I, I fought some illnesses Your, your own self, I got fighting against yourself. In my own body. I was my own Interesting. classroom, you know, and... I learned in my own body and then with other people and always work on my own body all the time. Yeah. Know? It's an always thing. People think that just is over, but it's never over because you yeah. know, every day is different. You wake right. up, you go for a walk, you might pull your right. plantar fascia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, darn, why did I do that? Yeah. You know, so you need to go home and meditate on the foot or right. go do some points or whatever, you know. So there's always a thing and, and every day things are changing. What, would you, okay, so... What would you suggest, um, like just because we have a, a couple minutes left here of recording ability, what would you suggest that people maybe do um, as a way of, because one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you is mm. because of the season changing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, we're getting into the warmer weather. What is something that people can do, like just, you know, take a couple minutes to just kind of get, mm. you know, prepare for this change uh, season that's coming? From you mean into spring? From, yeah, into from from being so well, sedentary into being more to get more energy going. Okay, what I like is warm weather, you know. Mm -hmm. But in, in in our way of thinking, winter is a time to kind of go inward and and collect energy and rest. You know, mm -hmm. that's a traditional classical Chinese approach, Chinese medicine approach. Honestly, I have a New England approach, and it's kind of funny. This morning, I went for a beach walk really before you came, and. Um, I thought, okay, nine or ten more days, it's going to be summer. Cause, and that may seem silly because, look, the, they're just popping open out there right. now, the leaves. But that's how it works here, you know. We don't yeah. really have spring here, right. which is kind of a good thing because a lot of allergies, you know. We're in the peak of allergy season right now for trees and everything. What people can do is, you know, you need extra rest, definitely. Get your good sleep. Learn some meditation, you know, learn to practice. I actually have a class every Tuesday night that's for that purpose. Tell it's, them where. Oh, okay, yeah, Mystics by the Sea on 394 New Haven Avenue where my practice is. And on Tuesday evening at 7 until 8.15, I just every week have a class I created for this reason. It's basic, any level, any person can come. It's group practice, and we learn basic you know, energy hygiene techniques, mm -hmm. meditation, breathing, healing sounds, some movement. It's like adaptable no matter who you are. It's that important. That's why I made it because it'll get you through not just the seasonal change, but, you know, pretty much through every day. Well, thank you so much, Char. And I hope that you guys enjoyed that conversation as much as I did and learned some new things or reminded of some things that maybe you forgot. Um, energy, so, so, it's it's just, it's everything. I mean, it's what everything is made out of. Uh, speaking of energy, putting some energy into my book, wanting to get it into your hands. It's on Amazon. The paperback is also available. Manifest Beauty, 
couple of exercises in there where you can show yourself, show that your thoughts are proteins going out there and working with our uh, the magnetic field, so to speak, that is out there making your life happen. Uh, so interesting. I just, I love this show. I just love this show, being able to just talk to anybody. Speaking of talking to anybody, next week, talking to a vape guy, because the trees are taking over. Woo-hoo. Hit me up, S-O-N-J-A-D-E-N-Y-S-E on the social media. Thanks for listening. Do appreciate it. Till next time, keep your energy flowing. This is Sanja. Yo, check it out. It's my girl Sanja. Oh, yeah. Yo, what up, Sanja? Bye.